0: Our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. We will take some calls later in the program. This, I can assure you. So they're bringing out Obama to go on the campaign trail. People are giving the stiff arm to Biden. Can't blame them. Can't blame them. People are locking up their little girls whenever Biden shows up, puts his hands on their shoulder, sniffs their hair. Media's okay with that. They're not going to bring out Kamala Harris. She's dumber than Biden. So they're going to bring out Obama. And what's that going to get them? How many seats did the Democrats lose under Barack Obama when he was president? You have any idea, folks? Federal and state. Governorship, state legislatures. Over one thousand. Remember that? Obama, while he was president, the Democrats lost over one thousand seats. This is the way the Daily Wire reported on this six years ago. The AP has finally faced the reality of the presidency of Barack Obama and the Obama coalition. That swept him into office. What worked for Obama just did not work for his party. And boasting about his tenure in the White House, Barack Obama often cites numbers like these. 15 million new jobs, 4.9% unemployment rate, 74 months of consecutive job growth, writes the AP. "Is one number you will almost never hear, more than 1,030 seats. That sobering number is the total of all of the seats, including Congress, state legislatures, and governorships. Lost by the Democratic Party over Obama's two terms.
2: Collapsed. Collapsed.
0: Now, when you're pulling out Obama, who has some kind of a worldwide record for political losses in his party, because Biden's worse, they think. And Kamala Harris is even worse than him. I think you have a problem. I just think you have a problem. Now, on the Republican side, I noticed, Mr. Producer in America, Mitch McConnell's not in great demand, is he? I mean, let's be honest, folks. What's Mitch McConnell going to say on the, on the campaign trail? <laughs> Nobody wants to hear him either. It's got me to thinking. Do you realize how decrepit the leadership, quote-unquote, is in Washington, D.C.? People who can barely function? How much you want to bet? How much you want to bet between Biden, Pelosi... McConnell, and even Schumer, he's close to 80, I suppose, that they uh, blow out the uh, Depend sales at, uh, at the local supermarket. How much you want to bet? It's crazy a country like this, that has people like this, supposedly leading it. Leading it. All right, so anyway, I wanted to put to rest this idea that, oh, here comes Obama, so now we're going to win seats. Now, here comes Obama, and the Republicans should thank God that Obama is going to be on the campaign trail. Hopefully Michelle will be there, too. I think the base, the conservative base, will turn out even bigger. Oh, not him, too. Not her, too. Oh, my God, I can't take it. I want to talk about something that's not being talked about much. China, of course, it's being talked about much, but not what I want to talk about respecting China. Wall Street Journal, China's military is catching up to the U.S. Is the U.S. ready for battle? Something we've been talking about for years. And then the Wall Street Journal the other day, the Pentagon's recruiting woes. America, when you hollow out America, our energy, our energy is the source of all progress, frankly. The economy
2: can't function properly. When you are
0: at war internally with our military, focused on bizarre perverse ideological ends rather than on the purpose of a military you weaken a country joe biden and the democrats have weakened our military from within they've weakened our national security and not just our southern border we're not spending the kind of money we need to spend on our military And the Chinese are outdoing us. Not because they're smarter and better, it's because the Democrats are stupid. The People's Liberation Army is emerging as a crude competitor. But Beijing worries about the ability of its troops, the Wall Street Journal writes. China's military is emerging as a true competitor to the U.S. under Xi Jinping. The People's Liberation Army now has hypersonic missiles that evade most defenses. Technology the U.S. is still developing. Its attack drones can swarm to paralyze communication networks. China's naval ships outnumber Americas. And it launched its third aircraft carrier this summer, the first to be designed and built in its country. Its defense budget is second only to the U.S. Now, the reason it's second to the U.S. is they don't have to pay... The kind of monies that we pay we have an all-volunteer military and so they don't have a volunteer military you join the military with a pistol at your head China's military has more serving members at around 2 million compared with under 1.4 million in the US the question for Mr. Xi which is raised in public is whether those forces are ready for battle This is a bizarre sentence following the prior paragraph. Hypersonic missiles don't have to be ready for battle, quote unquote. They're ready to be fired. But I'll go on. China hasn't fought a war since a brief border clash with Vietnam in 1979. Unlike American forces who have fought for most of the past two decades in Iraq and Afghanistan. China's service members have virtually no combat experience, which some Chinese leaders have referred to as a peace disease. And finding a solution short of actual war has been a priority for Mr. Xi, especially as he seeks to prepare the country for a potential showdown with the U.S. We must comprehensively strengthen military training and preparation and improve the Army's ability to win, Mr. Xi said on Sunday at the opening of the Communist Party's twice-a-decade Congress. The issue has become more pressing for Beijing as tensions build with Taiwan, which China sees as part of its territory. Hasn't been quote-unquote part of the Chinese territory for well over 100 years, by the way. The complete unification of the motherland must be realized, and it will be realized, he said, drawing a lot of applause from the stooges and seals in his audience who he put there. Taiwan reported few sorties by the Chinese Air Force close to the island before 2020. It says they have reached more than 1,200 so far this year alone. Beijing state media reported an increase in more qualified recruits to the PLA after Pelosi's visit. China's political priorities mean that around 40% of new recruits training has involved studying about the Communist Party rather than learning how to be a service member. Leaders, some of whom see young Chinese as pampered products of the country's one-child policy, question whether they're tough enough. An effort to make China's different military branches work more closely together remains untested. What is the Wall Street Journal trying to say
2: here? That the communist Chinese don't know if their troops can fight.
0: Perhaps the authors of this piece are unfamiliar with the Korean War. But the communist Chinese actually did fight.
2: They did pour over the border. Perhaps they're not familiar with that.
0: And perhaps they're not familiar with the fact that we just withdrew, surrendered in Afghanistan in a humiliating loss, that I believe our top brass is weaker than ever before, starting with the Secretary of Defense, Milley and the others. How many of them have experienced as active generals in an all-out war? None of them, zero.
2: But if the article is saying,
0: and I don't think it is, that red-blooded Americans are better fighters than enslaved communist Chinese, I agree with that. That's why they deserve the best armaments. That's why they deserve the biggest military buildup. That's why they deserve to make sure that they will be properly backed, led, and can function in a war. Because all things being equal. At this point, know the Communist Chinese won't
2: beat us. You ready, Mr. Producer? I don't hear you, Mr. Producer.
0: The Marines! Rights, immigration, foreign policy, marriage, these subjects are a big part of political dialogue today. We talk about them often on my show. They're at the heart of so many campaigns this election. But what did our founding fathers say about these issues? We've moved so far from the founders' understanding of government that you'll be surprised by their answers. And my favorite college, Hillsdale College, has the best way to learn about the founders' deep and wise insights into human nature. Today, you can join Hillsdale professors Thomas West and David Azarad as they explore the thoughts and ideas of America's founders in Hillsdale's newest free online course, The Real American Founding, A Conversation. So don't wait, folks. The midterm elections are right around the corner, and you need to understand the founders' thoughts about the pressing issues of their and our time. Watch the trailer video of The Real American Founding, A Conversation. It's a killer. And sign up for this new, completely free online course at levinfrehillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I must confess, some of you will get furious. With me. I must confess, I am concerned about the election deniers. May I say that, Mr. Producer? I am concerned about the election deniers. I am concerned about the January 6, 2001 election deniers. They went to the floor of the House, we're all Democrats, and claimed that George W. Bush was an illegitimate president, that he was appointed by the Supreme Court. I am concerned about the election deniers. January 6, 2005, they went to the floor of the House. Jamie Raskin, Benny Thompson, Clyburn, they claimed that Ohio electors, 10 of them, should be assigned to John Kerry. I am concerned about the election deniers who claim that Donald Trump was elected by the Russians and was an illegitimate president. I'll be right back. Rights, immigration, foreign policy, marriage, these subjects are a big part of political dialogue today. We talk about them often on my show. They're at the heart of so many campaigns this election. But what did our founding fathers say about these issues? We've moved so far from the founders' understanding of government that you'll be surprised by their answers. And my favorite college, Hillsdale College, has the best way to learn about the founders' deep and wise insights into human nature. Today, you can join Hillsdale professors Thomas West and David Azaraz as they explore the thoughts and ideas of America's founders in Hillsdale's newest free online course, The Real American Founding, A Conversation. So don't wait, folks. The midterm elections are right around the corner, and you need to understand the founders' thoughts about the pressing issues of their and our time. Watch the trailer video of The Real American Founding, A Conversation. It's a killer. And sign up for this new, completely free online course at LevinForHillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com.
1: Mark Levin, the George S. Patton of talk radio. Call him at 877-381-3811. That's 877-381-3811.
0: I'm going to do my best to explain how the Republicans often surrender even before the first day of majority control. Not to dispirit you, but so we are poised to deal with this. The problem with electing the Democrats is they're ready. They're ready to go. Because it's not hard to destroy things. It's not hard to burn them down. Uh, It's much harder to build things. They are effectively, the Democrats, the nonviolent rioters. Rioters. The nonviolent rioters of our government. They are committed to dismantling this society. Everything they do is intended to dismantle this society. From women's sports to the definition of women to American history and on and on
2: and on down the list. You know the list. Bill of Rights.
0: The Republicans have a different issue. They desperately want to quote unquote govern. Govern what?
2: Well, the government, the country,
0: they are not as passionately committed to freedom as the Democrats are passionately committed to
2: tyranny. And so you get
0: statements like, the American people don't want impeachment, so I don't see us impeaching Biden or Mayorkas or anybody else for that matter. Have you ever heard the Democrats speak that way? They are plotting before day one to cripple a Republican administration. The Republican leadership, they don't mind embarrassing a few Democrats or having a few hearings and this sort of thing, passing legislation that won't get through. But they're not as serious about Clawing back our liberty as the Democrats are and clawing it away from us. This is a huge problem. I confess it's a huge problem. And yet for the first time ever, I've said vote Republican no matter what. In order to stop the Democrats from clawing away more of our freedom. Now that doesn't guarantee that it won't be clawed away. In the natural course of things, if the Republicans don't fight back. But we don't have a chance. Because the Democrats move fast now. Revolutions tend to be slow. This counter-revolution is moving very quickly. Because the constitutional barriers to limited government have been breached. They've been breached by the courts, including the Supreme Court. They've been breached by administration after administration with executive orders and this massive leviathan of a federal bureaucracy that passes laws every day, and you're not even aware of it without representing you or me or even consulting us.
2: Some Republicans
0: say... I took the position that these impeachments against Trump were illegitimate. I can't now say that we would use them. Then they've lost their way. Joe Biden has violated the Constitution. We have a disaster on the southern border as a result. There's only one way to draw the body politic to respond to what he's doing. It's not just appearing on my show or other shows.
2: The Senate leadership
0: on the Republican side has been utterly impotent. If the Republicans in the Senate become the majority, it'll be because of you, people like you, people like me behind a microphone and a TV camera. It won't be because of the Republican leadership. You don't hear from McConnell. That's a good thing. Except he's spending a fortune in Alaska to destroy the conservative because he wants a lap dog, Lisa Murkowski.
2: They don't have a message. We have a message. we the people. We want to stop the Marxists, the Democrats. And so, just like with the Tea Party, if the Senate turns Republican, in the case of the Tea Party, the House, what will happen? Well, the Republicans will take credit for it.
0: The Republicans will take credit for it. And then they will do whatever they can In many ways, to distance themselves from us. I am aware of this. I'm not blind to this. But first things first, this has to be done in stages if it's to be done at all. We have to stop the internal enemies of America who hate
2: this country, who hate so many of you,
0: who hate your lifestyle. And seek to impose on you and me and everybody else. Their ideological images of what should be paradise. While they empower and enrich themselves. We have to stop that.
2: And we have to stop it now dead in its tracks. Or it's going to be too late. Nothing will matter. And then immediately after that. Should we, God willing...
0: Take the House and the Senate. You won't find me doing what so many TV and radio hosts and others will do. Pat themselves on the back. Have a party. Give speeches. No. No. We expect the people we vote for to deliver just as the Democrats expect the people they vote for for, to deliver. The difference is we want liberty delivered, and they want tyranny delivered. And we expect these institutions that have been perverted and devoured by the Marxist left to be held to account.
2: In fact, we demand it. We expect a lawless president to be held to account.
0: In fact, we demand it. We expect the precedent that was used by the January 6th committee in the impeachment process that was put in place by Nancy Pelosi. We expect those processes to serve as actual precedent going forward. or we cannot survive. We can't play tiddlywinks and marbles while the other side is using political bazookas. It doesn't work that way. I've given you an example in the past. Some of you may remember, some of you may not know what I'm talking about, so just briefly... In the late 70s, a law was passed called the Independent Counsel Act. It was an unconstitutional law, but the Supreme Court upheld it. The only justice to vote against it was Antonin Scalia. It assigned powers to the judiciary that the judiciary should never have. It violated separation of powers. Long story short, an individual could be appointed by a special division court under the statute
2: to investigate a
0: president or presidential appointees, individuals at a high level. The various elements of the statute were met, and it would be triggered.
2: That statute was used
0: to try and destroy Ronald Reagan. That statute was used to launch the so-called Iran-Contra investigation. That statute was used against various cabinet officials in the Reagan administration. Secretary of Defense, Secretary of State, Secretary of Treasury, and the Attorney General of the United States. It was used by the Democrats to try and destroy Republican administrations. Then
2: Bill Clinton was elected president. And the statute applied to him.
0: And it ensnared Bill Clinton in at least a half a dozen federal investigations. Most led by Ken Starr. As Janet Reno did not want separate independent counsel. She sort of just packaged these things one after another. And assigned them to Ken Starr, who was the independent counsel at the time. After that was done, the very Democrats who wrote the bill... The late Carl Levin of Michigan, and Barney Frank, you may remember Barney, in uh, Massachusetts, sued for peace. I don't mean they went to court, but they sued for peace. What did they do? They let the law lapse. The the law had a built-in lapse period if Congress didn't reestablish it they led the charge to let it lapse. Because it had been used against their precious Bill Clinton. If the Republicans today don't learn from that, if the Republicans today do not use the tools and the instrumentalities that the
2: Democrats used
0: to try and take out a sitting president, to try and take out Republican members, to use against innocent Americans,
2: then they will fail us and the country. They will fail us and the country.
0: They need to understand that they are not to play to the press. They need to understand that it is not righteous to allow Americans to be abused in the in the legal system to be abused. And don't wrap yourself
2: in we, the people, and say the people don't want. The people want their country back.
0: And if you should win in the House and the Senate, we expect you to do more than pass spending bills and borrowing bills and lame bills. We expect you to do something. About the economy, about the border, about all of it. But we expect you to do something about our, our liberty. And we'll be monitoring you very, very, very closely behind this microphone. Friend or foe. It won't matter. I'll be right back.
3: Mark Levin.
0: Rights, immigration, foreign policy, marriage. These subjects are a big part of political dialogue today. We talk about them often on my show. They're at the heart of so many campaigns this election. But what did our founding fathers say about these issues? We've moved so far from the founders' understanding of government that you'll be surprised by their answers. And my favorite college, Hillsdale College, has the best way to learn about the founders' deep and wise insights into human nature. Today, you can join Hillsdale professors Thomas West and David Azarad as they explore the thoughts and ideas of America's founders in Hillsdale's newest free online course, The Real American Founding, A Conversation. So don't wait, folks. The midterm elections are right around the corner, and you need to understand the founders' thoughts about the pressing issues of their and our time. Watch the trailer video of The Real American Founding, A Conversation. It's a killer. And sign up for this new, completely free online course at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. I'll be on Hannity this evening, ladies and gentlemen, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. I mean, if I have to be there, I hope you can be there too, ladies and gentlemen. Just for a few minutes, then I go on my way. Fantastic show Sunday on Life, Liberty, and Levin. I hope you can watch it live. If not, you can always DVR it. Set it now. Ted Cruz is the first guest. Obviously, he's a fantastic guest. General Balduck, who is running in New Hampshire and has a real shot. Becoming a senator, that would be very, very important. And, uh, let's see, candidate Chewbacca in Alaska. Kelly Chewbacca, uh, who uh, Mitch McConnell is trying to sink with millions and millions of smear money. And yet we need her to beat Lisa Murkowski, who is a really a Democrat in Republican clothing. She got her job in the first instance when her father appointed her. So this is important. And I've temporarily changed the format of the program. It's still a long-form interview because I don't interrupt people or have other guests two or three at a time. Everybody has their own period of time. But we're going to bring more candidates on for the next three Sundays, right up to Election Day. James Clyburn on MSNBC today. Cut three, Mr. Producer. Go.
1: Economic policy is always a concern. Look, I came uh, out of a household uh, that had uh, difficulty uh, with voting rights, and I'm no, I don't believe my parents would ever take a charge, saying, "Well, if you can take away my voting rights, just give me ten cents." Uh, 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 A gallon.
0: What the hell is this uh, moronic hack talking about? You don't have to choose between voting rights today and 10 cents on a gallon of of gasoline. What is this hideous, unconscionable big lie that this jerk and the other jerks in that party keep telling about? People who have to make a choice between the right to vote and whether you save 10 cents on a gallon. I'm telling you, America... Uh these Democrats have no intention of addressing your concerns. None. Voting in the state of Georgia is through the roof, early voting, and especially in Atlanta. It's reached a record number, not ever seen before. Nobody is denied the right to vote unless you're voting more than once, unless you don't have a right to vote. And I know this for a fact. Now, how do I know this for a fact? Where's all the lawsuits? Where are all the lawsuits? Where are the class action suits? You can still bring them under the 1965 Voting Rights Act. Where are they? There aren't any. Or if there are, there are very few. Let alone decisions about the lawsuits. James Clyburn is the number three moron in the Democrat leadership in the House. He has no plan whatsoever, none, to address your inflation, food, gasoline price problems, none. I'll be right back. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Hello America Mark Levin here our number 877-381-3811 hello hello 877-381-3811 it was 2010 people talk about it we were in the middle the tea party movement the tea party movement spontaneous movement Remember the book Liberty and Tyranny America?
2: People still come up to me. Liberty
0: and Tyranny was published in 2009. Came out in early 2009. It sold over 1.5 million copies even more than American Marxism, which sold over 1.3 million copies. Remember what liberty and tyranny was about? That we had to make a decision. Did we want to live in liberty or in tyranny?
2: And you chose liberty. And you came out in mass. A massive election victory. You, the Tea Party. Remember our rallies? I went to some of the biggest rallies. Remember those rallies? I think the Democrats lost somewhere over 60 seats in the House and several in the Senate. Because of you. That was Liberty and Tyranny. That was over a decade ago. Now we have another opportunity. Remember the book, American Marxism? Fairly recent. American Marxism came out. When did it come out? Jeez, I'm,
0: I'm getting too old, Mr. Producer. It came out last year. 2021. The summer of 2021. Actually, late spring of 2021. You saw what happened in Virginia, New Jersey, some of these other places. Somebody once said to me, somebody you would know, You have a right for, a knack for putting out books during these crucial periods. And you know what I said to him, Mr. Producer? It takes me over a year to write a book. I don't put out books during these quote-unquote crucial periods. We're trying to drive a liberty agenda. Whether it's the
2: liberty amendments Pushing
0: convention of states, liberty and tyranny, calling on we the people to rise up and take their country back, or American Marxism, taking a look at the landscape and the war on our culture, and encouraging people to become activists with specific proposals in the back of the book, in all the back, in the back of all my books.
2: We have the potential, right now in 19 days, 19 days,
0: to unleash a political earthquake. One of the funny things is, despite the fact that these books have massive appeal to massive numbers of people, these books aren't the easiest to read. These are... Books about
2: deep subjects.
0: They're not about sports figures or movie stars. There's no series of books. It is what it is. And yet book after book after book is the number one conservative book in the country. Every time I put out a book because of you.
2: These books are
0: ignored by the left. They're ignored even by many of our allies in radio and TV. But they're not ignored by you.
2: Now I've concluded
0: that these people who ignore it know it because they want to ignore you, not me. They want to pretend you don't exist. They want to pretend that they have some kind of magical powers but they don't neither
2: do i you're the most loyal people the most loyal audience it's really incredible
0: liberty and tyranny was my first big book was my third book And it took me over 12 months, maybe 14 months, to write it. I started writing it towards the end of the Bush administration because I was fed up with the Republican rhinos and establishment. And then along comes Obama. So the book wasn't specific to Bush, it wasn't specific to Obama. It was specific to you and what's happening to the country, just as American Marxism is. Too many conservatives, particularly those who are hosts or write columns or speak, don't quite get it. They've never understood
2: it. The relationship
0: between such a broad swath of the American people and what it is that we're supposed to be doing We are blessed, at least for now, to have the ability to speak freely. It's getting more and more difficult, that's no question. So when somebody like me is especially blessed to have a microphone like this, or to have a publisher to to do what needs to be done, then do it.
2: Do it. Liberty and tyranny became a call to action.
0: Every rally I went to, people had it under their arms. You remember that, Mr. Producer? Including Sarah Palin, who's a wonderful lady who they're trying to defeat up in Alaska.
2: Was the number one book on the New York Times list I think, for four months. It was the number one book on Amazon for six months. Number one. Because of you. And your reaction to it was fabulous. American Marxism was the number one book
0: In America for two and a half months I don't know how long it was number one on Amazon and you now see more and more people are talking about Marxism critical race theory was really mostly a subject that was written about discussed among
2: scholars not the public
0: not the public. The pandemic, many people saw what was being taught in the classrooms but they didn't know what it was.
2: It's a form of Marxism. And the history of that form of Marxism is discussed and developed in American Marxism. But it's not the only area where this growing Marxism occurs.
0: So it's crucially important that we remember the Tea Party, the great Tea Party of 2009 and 2010 and thereafter. And those of you who came to it or came to politics through liberty and tyranny, it's crucially important that we remember what happened last year with the election results. In American Marxism it's very very important I could be wrong but I sense I sense a similar reaction by the electorate remember what I said in the first hour when the Tea Party gave the Republicans the majority
2: They turned on them.
0: John Boehner turned on the Tea Party. Mitch McConnell turned on the Tea Party. They wanted nothing to do with you. Nothing.
2: You, I, we learn from experience. We need to have an overwhelming victory. And we will not be ignored. We will not be ignored.
0: But we have to take the instrumentalities of government away from the Marxists. This is simply a first step. They're embedded throughout the bureaucracy. They're embedded throughout the media. They're embedded throughout our classrooms. They're embedded throughout tenured professorships. They're embedded in Hollywood. It's a dawning task, as I said, in Liberty and Tyranny. In fact, it's a hundred-year battle. But it has
2: to start in 19 days. It has to start somewhere.
0: We keep running up this hill. The Reagan revolution. The Tea Party. The Trump revolution. And here we go again. But this time it has to be different.
2: I am fully aware of this.
0: There's nobody with a microphone who spends more time... Studying history, ancient, American, and modern than I. Nobody. It's my hobby. It's what I do. With notepads around his house. Ask my wife. With thoughts and ideas constantly
2: being discussed in this household. Constantly.
0: So this does remind me of 2009 and 2010. Still means you got to vote. Polls don't vote. You have to vote, and you have to vote in a massive number. Massive. Massive. You have to throw out the phony moderates. Throw them out. There are no moderates in the Democrat Party. Every single one of them voted for inflation. Every single one of them voted to increase your gas prices, your heating oil prices, your electricity prices. Every single one of them voted to increase, big, your food prices. Every one of them voted for 87,000 new IRS agents. And none of them, except a few border Democrats
2: from the House, have fought
0: to secure the border from criminals, from sex offenders, from child molesters, from drug dealers, from drug cartels, and fentanyl in particular. None of them! None of them. I'll be right back.
3: Mark Levin.
0: With the upcoming midterms, keep something in mind. You don't just vote at the ballot box. You vote with your every dollar you spend and the companies you spend them with. Verizon Wireless customers, you're supporting a company that dropped One American News. AT&T customers, your company owns far-left CNN. And T-Mobile, your CEO reportedly advised Democrats on how to beat Trump. Don't give your money to woke wireless companies. Instead, choose Pure Talk, a company that believes in family values. And they also believe in giving you great service at a low cost, like unlimited talk, text, and plenty of data for just 30 bucks a month. Average family saves almost $1,000 a year. I'm a Pure Talk customer, folks. Here's what I like. Same network. Network, same coverage, same phone, lower bill, and 30 days risk free. Switching can take just 10 minutes. It's a no brainer. Show corporate America you're done funding their leftist policies. Go to puretalk.com and enter promo code LEVINPODCAST, Levin Podcast. That's L E V I N Podcast to save 50% off your first month. Again, puretalk.com, promo code LEVINPODCAST, Levin Podcast, L E V I N Podcast, and make the switch to my company, Pure Talk. I feel like I have a real connection with you folks in the audience. And I, I take that extremely seriously. Extremely seriously. I feel like many of you out there like members of my family. I remember how my mother and father, my older brother and others would react to events the same way we do. When Liberty and Tyranny came out, I did my first book signing. I took the Joe Biden train from Washington, D.C. to Penn Station, a long car drive out to a bookstore called Book Review. And when I got there, many of you were already there. The line wrapped around the town. It, it was, there was no end to it. It was the biggest signing in the history of that bookstore. And that bookstore had had famous football players, baseball players, famous broadcasters, actors, at, at, uh, actresses, excuse me. They were stunned. And I sat there, you might remember, Mr. Producer, you were there. For seven hours. would hurt. It hurt. But I didn't take a sip of water because I didn't want to run to the men's room. The next weekend, I signed at Barnes & Noble at Tyson's Corner in Vienna, Virginia. You can go online and see that line. That line went around the mall. This is a massive mall. They estimated 7,000 people. And I sat there and signed books. It had to be seven and a half or eight hours. I wanted to sign them all. People come. But I remember that train ride back from New York. And I said to my editor, I hope we have enough books. Something is going on. And it's big.
2: Very big. It was the tea party. When American Marxism came out, the pre orders
0: were massive. Massive. The day it was released, we had a quarter of a million pre orders, Mr. Producer. You remember that? Bookstores, Costco, they couldn't keep
2: enough copies. And this went on day after day after day after day.
0: Our enemies, and even some of our allies, do not appreciate the value of reading. They think everything has to be on TV, or maybe radio. But in this audience, you read. And it has an impact.
2: And it had a huge impact.
0: And I feel in 19 days You can make a huge difference, America. Mr and Mrs. America, I believe it. I sense it, I feel it, I could be wrong. Please don't get cocky. I'm not cocky. I told you. October twenty sixth is the first day early voting in Florida. I'm gonna be the first one in line. You need to be the precinct captain. You need to save the country. With the upcoming midterms, keep something in mind. You don't just vote at the ballot box. You vote with your every dollar you spend and the companies you spend them with. Verizon Wireless customers, you're supporting a company that dropped One America News. AT&T customers, your company owns Far Left CNN. And T-Mobile, your CEO reportedly advised Democrats on how to beat Trump. Don't give your money to woke wireless companies. Instead, choose Pure Talk, a company that believes in family values. And they also believe in giving you great service at a low cost, like unlimited talk, text, and plenty of data for just 30 bucks a month. Average family saves almost $1,000 a year. I'm a Pure Talk customer, folks. Here's what I like. Same network, same coverage, same phone, lower bill, and $30. 30 days risk free. Switching can take just 10 minutes. It's a no brainer. Show corporate America you're done funding their leftist policies. Go to puretalk.com and enter promo code LEVINPODCAST, that's Levin Podcast, that's L E V I N Podcast, to save 50% off your first month. Again, puretalk.com, promo code LEVINPODCAST, Levin Podcast, L E V I N Podcast, and make the switch. To my company, Pure Talk.
1: Just in time for Halloween. The Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi nightmare continues. Call in now.
0: 877-381-3811. Now, there's a couple of problems here, folks, with Biden and the Democrats. Number one, they want to do more. More of the same. They want to do more of the same. Now... More of the same will get us into a depression. It'll get us into a depression. That's number one. They want to do more of the same. Number two. They have no idea how to fix what they broke. They have no idea to fix what they broke. You heard Clyburn there. He doesn't care even. He doesn't even care. Even the constituents in AOC's district have about had enough of it. Enough of it. You know, the media paints her as some kind of a juggernaut, future of the Democrat Party. I remember when Republicans, some of whom you like, were on TV saying, don't underestimate her. She's very powerful. She's a nitwit. She's a nitwit. So there was another town hall meeting in which she was the subject. She was the target of attacks by her constituent. Go, Mr. Producer, please.
4: Ma'am, you're saying ask us why? Y'all have been talking for 20 minutes, okay? We know why. We know why.
0: It gets worse, which is why we couldn't continue. They are cursing her out. You know what her response is? She starts dancing. Like a child. I suspect you won't see this on the Constipated News Network or the MSLSD Network. I suspect you won't see it on the big networks. Won't be on the front page of the New York Slimes or the Washington Compost. No, I don't think you'll see that. The people are turning on exactly what's taking place here. But something else happened today on MSLSD. James Clyburn, who I just spoke about earlier, he doesn't mean to, but he confesses. He confesses. Listen to this. Cut to go. What do you say to people who say, boy... Yeah, but Washington can talk about all these big programs and everything else. But I'm worried about the cost of food. I'm seeing the cost of eggs shoot up, chicken, gasoline, you know, coming now with the, the winter, the heating. I mean, these are all concerns that hit very directly to people who may say, you know, what's going
1: on
5: in D.C. doesn't think of us. Well, Let me
1: make it very clear. All of us are concerned about these rising costs and all of us knew. This would be the case uh, when we put in place this recovery program. Anytime you put more money uh, into uh, the economy, uh, prices uh, tend to rise.
0: So we knew what we were doing. We knew what we were doing. But we don't care. I'd rather vote than save 10 cents a gallon on gasoline. This guy is so stuck in the 1950s and 60s. It's been half a century. More than half a century. Somebody stopping James Clyburn from voting? Nobody. If somebody is, who is it? Nobody. So this is the excuse. This is the fallback. And by the way, when he condemns that, he's condemning his own party. That's never been explained either. No, no, we condemn the country. No, 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 we condemn your party. Your party did it to our country. So the problem the Democrats have is they want to do more of the same. They do more of the same. We'll have a depression. They have no idea how to fix what they broke. And besides, they have no desire to fix what they broke. They talk about how they want to spend more. They talk about how they want more programs. They have no, uh, no intent of relenting on what they're doing to our children in the classrooms. None. As I said the other day, we are very lucky we have the right to vote in 19 days. We're very fortunate that an election is upon us. And it's very important. And I'm not the only one saying this. You've heard it over and over again to the point of, oh, good Lord, when are they going to stop? We're not. We're fortunate that we have an election in 19 days to try and straighten things out, or at least begin to straighten things out. Imagine if it were two years from now. This is also why, once this election is, is over, we need to not only hold the feet of the Republicans to the fire, but why we need to keep in mind what's being done to Donald Trump. If the FBI, a.k.a. Stasi, if the incredibly radicalized, Department of Injustice with its incredibly radical senior executives. If the U.S. attorney in Washington, D.C., a Democrat hack, as is his wife, Graves, if they're able to pull off the first indictment of an ex-president over this cockamamie document stuff, they will be empowered. It will create a precedent, not one that will be applied to the Democrats, but one that will be applied to Republicans henceforth. They're already starting with DeSantis unleashing an inspector general at the Treasury Department to see if COVID funds were spent properly. What kind of cheesy move is that? But this is the same Biden administration... That coordinated and colluded with the National School Boards Association. That unleashed every single law enforcement unit and division within the Department of Justice against America's parents. That told people to rat out parents who they thought were a little too loud at a school board meeting by calling the terrorist hotline. The terrorist hotline. They coordinated this with the National School Boards Association and the big unions. This is the same federal police force. Notice they hate local police forces. This is the same federal police force that is going after pro-life protesters who aren't violent, who aren't hurting anybody, If there's an altercation, it's because they're defending themselves or their child. Who are abusing the so-called FACE Act to send a message throughout the country. This is being coordinated by the Department of Justice. Even where local law enforcement authorities or local courts have seen no cases. So they throw them out. The federal government is making cases. And threatening to put people in prison for 20 years. It's the same Department of Justice, the same FBI, that hasn't prosecuted a single person who's violated a federal statute trying to intimidate the constitutionalists on the Supreme Court. And Merrick Garland is absolutely silent about it. The same Merrick Garland who signed off on a search warrant that, in my view, was utterly unconstitutional. It was a general warrant. It wasn't a real search warrant under our Bill of Rights. Nobody seems to give it damn. Nobody.
2: And so that needs to be confronted. That needs to be addressed.
0: We can't ignore what's taking place. They are dismantling the entirety of this republic. Now I have a surmise. That because I get behind this microphone and speak as I do. I think the left calls a truth to power. This January 6th committee. As I've told you multiple times. I was advised not to. I'll say what I want to. Somebody tied to this committee went into my computer and took out 13 emails, of which are no consequence, by the way, because at some point I intend to release them, which means they had to go through more than those 13 emails. I don't commit criminal acts. I don't break the law. I don't look at pornography. I don't do any of that stuff. But as a matter of principle, they had no right to do that. And somebody has to pay a legal price for that. My surmise is, well, all the lists that the government puts together now, all the monitoring that goes on by the government, I suspect, I certainly wouldn't be surprised if I'm one of a few that are on their special list Mr. Producer, wouldn't you say? You don't call the FBI the Stasi without consequence. You don't call out the senior executives at the Department of Justice almost on a nightly basis without consequence. You don't call out ruthless prosecutors like the US Attorney in Washington DC without consequence I'm not some great hero
2: I'm just exercising my first amendment right my first amendment right
0: for this reason among others I overpay my taxes I pay more than I
2: owe I see what they
0: do to people who make mistakes. I have some of the best CPAs and tax lawyers I can find.
2: I feel it's a way to protect yourself. I'm just pointing it out, excuse me, that sometimes it really doesn't feel like you're in the United States of America. It just
0: doesn't and unless we do something about it in 19 days and thereafter we won't I'm deeply concerned about this I'll be right back Mark With the upcoming midterms, keep something in mind. You don't just vote at the ballot box. You vote with your every dollar you spend and the companies you spend them with. Verizon Wireless customers, you're supporting a company that dropped One American News. AT&T customers, your company owns Far Left CNN. And T-Mobile, your CEO reportedly advised Democrats on how to beat Trump. Don't give your money to woke wireless companies. Instead, choose Pure Talk, a company that believes in family values. And they also believe in giving you great service at a low cost, like unlimited talk, text, and plenty of data for just 30 bucks a month. Average family saves almost $1,000 a year. I'm a Pure Talk customer, folks. Here's what I like. Same network, same coverage, same phone, lower bill, and $30. 30 days risk free. Switching can take just 10 minutes. It's a no brainer. Show corporate America you're done funding their leftist policies. Go to puretalk.com and enter promo code LEVINPODCAST, that's Levin Podcast, that's L E V I N Podcast, to save 50% off your first month. Again, puretalk.com, promo code LEVINPODCAST, Levin Podcast, L E V I N Podcast, and make the switch to my company, Pure Talk. You know, folks, if you think about it, if the Democrats succeed in 19 days, we will have, by the end of Biden's first term, five million more illegal aliens in this country for his entire first term. Five million. Five million. Where are all these people?
2: Where are all these people going? I'm quite serious. They don't just disappear. I mean, where are all these people going? Five million more
0: illegal aliens by the end of his first term. In other words, these things are going to get worse, not better. So you're going to be voting, understanding, many of you, most of you, on what Biden and the Democrats have done up to this day. But think about what they're proposing. They want to destroy the character of the Supreme Court as an independent court. They believe in partial birth abortion. Partial birth abortion. They intend to write a law to that effect, even though I would argue it's unconstitutional. But I don't know. I'm not the judge ruling on it. Think about these things. Your children will lose their entire educational opportunities if they're in elementary or secondary school. Little kids,
2: little kids will be indoctrinated, exposed to pornography, and poorly educated. That's what's going to happen. So
0: there's more to come. Remember, when they passed this latest bill, this little bill back better, remember they said this is a start.
2: A start? Look at it this
0: way. I touched on it the other day. Joe Biden is the new Herbert Hoover. But Herbert Hoover had a heart. Joe Biden does not. Herbert Hoover had compassion. Joe Biden does not. Reminder, I will be on Hannity, 9.30 p.m. Eastern time tonight. We have a very, very good guest in the third hour, running in a district where I think we can have an upset, a congressional district, And I'll get to that when we return. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to ask you a question. Did you know withdrawing your cash from the bank can be very risky? That's right. Banks are now required to spy on us for the government. And they report any behavior they think is suspicious. It's true. And I was shocked when I read the secret war on cash from Swiss America. The new war against cash is really a war against the Constitution. Against all freedom-loving Americans. So, you need to read The War on Cash. Get your free copy by calling 800 630 1492, 800 630 1492, or visit SwissAmerica.com. Now, this war on cash is growing daily and also includes all forms of digital money. Please get and read The Secret War on Cash free to my listeners by calling now 800 630 1492. or visit SwissAmerica.com He's here. He's here.
1: Now broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin.
0: Hello America, Mark Levin here, our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811, Stacey Abrams. You notice where all the reprobates and American haters go, Mr. Producer? so they go to the morning schmo show. People who really hate the country feel very comfortable there. Why wouldn't they? Stacey Abrams was on the morning Schmo show yesterday. And uh, I'm sure you've heard this, but you haven't heard from me yet. And that is, she's justifying abortion as a way of cutting your costs. America. I want you to think about the inhumanity of that. I don't care what your color is. I don't care what your faith is. I want you to think about the cold-blooded inhumanity of that, particularly the people in Georgia. And she claims to be concerned about voting rights and these rights. Really, ladies and gentlemen, she's not concerned about voting rights or any other rights. She's a self-aggrandizing, narcissistic self-promoter. And when you justify abortion... As a way of saving money. You've really, you've really crossed the line. You're really an unconscionable jerk. So the person you're going to be hearing speak, his name is Barnacle. No better name for this guy. He's the Barnacle on the bottom of a a whale's ass. Uh, And he's one of the stooges that uh, the Morning Schmo and Mr. Schmo have sitting in a circle around their table in a circle fest, I guess I'll call it Mr. Producer.
6: Cut 18, go! I would assume... Maybe incorrectly, but while abortion is an issue, it nowhere reaches the level of interest of voters in terms of the cost of gas, food, bread, milk, things like that. What can a governor, what could you do as governor to alleviate the concerns of Georgia voters about those livability, daily, hourly issues that
0: they're confronted with? Let's stop there a minute because Mr. Barnacle reminds me of something. For some people, it's easier in this country to get an abortion than it is baby formula. Do you know that, Mr. Producer? We're still having shortages of baby formula. It's not being reported. It's not being discussed. We're still having problems getting baby formula. So it's easier in in the United States for most women who seek abortions to get an abortion... Than most women who are mothers to get baby formula for their babies anyway here's stacy abrams go
5: let's be clear having children is why you're worried about your price for gas it's why you're concerned about how much food cost for women this is not a reductive issue you can't divorce being forced to carry an unwanted pregnancy from the okay, economic- number
0: one nobody in this country nobody under law is forced to carry an unwanted pregnancy, period. Just like nobody who has a right to vote is prevented from voting, period. Number two, having children is why you're worried about your price of gas. You parents out there who have children, is that why you're worried about the price of gas? Because you have children? Tell me something. Two, three years ago, when you had children, were you worried about the price of gas? No. Were you worried about the price of food? No. Were you worried about your paycheck going down in value? No. This is sick. She's sick.
5: Go ahead. Of having a child. And so these are it's important for us to have both and conversations. We don't have the luxury of reducing it or separating them out, but we also have to talk about what a governor can do. A what do you mean the ed-
0: luxury of reducing it or separating them out? That's not even English. We have to talk about this. She says, "Well, let's talk about it." You're sick. And I would ask her, she'd never come on the program, what woman are you talking about who can't get an abortion and has an unwanted pregnancy? And what are you talking about when you say people are worried about the price of gas because they had children?
4: What what kind
2: of
0: sick mind works
5: this way? Go ahead. A governor can address the cost of education. A governor can put money into the pockets of everyday hardworking Georgians. Gee, that's
0: of- never been done. We've gone broke doing that. And what do you mean put money in the pockets of everyday America? What do you mean put money in the pockets? Put money in the pockets? Spend more on education? We spend more on education than any country on the face of the earth. What good has it done us? It's lined the coffers of the big labor unions, the teachers' unions, who apparently aren't teaching very well given the tests. So she has no answer except stupid answers.
5: Go ahead. Tax cuts to the wealthy. That's what I talk about on the trail. Tax and- cuts to the wealthy.
0: <clears throat> that Marxist pablum. Tax cuts to the wealthy. What tax cuts to the wealthy? There haven't been any tax cuts. And rather than worrying about the wealthy and what they do with their money, how about worrying about the government, where the real robber barons are, and what they do with our money? They compel us to give them a huge percentage of our income, those of us who pay taxes, under penalty of imprisonment. You have to fill out an IRS form that you can't even follow. Of course, nobody calls that racist. Under penalty of perjury. And then on top of that. You're not paying enough. Who says? Stacey Abrams says. Meanwhile she's pocketed millions of dollars. Since her failed election in 2018. How so? Through numerous. Nonprofits. Organizations. Who the hell knows? But these. These poverty-fighting, self-appointed Democrats, they always manage to get rich, don't they? Joe Biden, Barack Obama, the leaders of Black Lives Matter, Stacey Abrams, they're all rich. Go ahead.
5: But let's not pretend that women, half the population especially those of childbearing age, they understand that having a child is absolutely an economic issue. It is only politicians who see it as simply another cultural conversation. It is a real biological and economic imperative.
0: Shut her off. She's an absolute nut. She is the worst. And there's a lot of bad leftists out there. She's the worst. Let me show you something uh, my wife just sent to me. Interactive polls. Um, Real clear politics. Generic ballot polling average pre the Dobbs decision. 44.3%. That's plus 2.8% Republicans over Democrats. Today, post-Dobbs decision. Republicans 48.1%. Democrats 44.8%. Plus 3.3%. So the Republican lead over the Democrats has gone up about 30 percent since the Supreme Court ruled in the Dobbs decision, in the generic ballot, if you believe in these things. So all the propaganda about how this was going to hurt the Republicans in the elections, all the propaganda that this is what women believe in, that is, partial birth abortion on demand paid for by the taxpayers, it's always been a big lie. I'll be right back.
3: Mark Levin.
0: Well, we have our guest, Frank Pallotta, who is running for the House of Representatives in a district that we have a shot in in northern New Jersey against Josh Gottheimer. Mr. Palata, how are you, sir?
7: I'm very well, Mark. I appreciate the opportunity to uh, to be on your show. Thank you.
0: And it's a pleasure. Now you know this is a a district that seems to go a little bit back and forth. But Goshheimer, Godheimer, excuse me, I keep thinking of Gosheimer Schmidt, but Godheimer appears to have done a hell of a job with his propaganda, convincing. Even some Republicans said he's really not part of the Pelosi machine and the Biden machine, that he's some kind of a moderate. Tell us what's going on in the ground there.
7: Well, I, I, I will tell you what's going on in the ground. And I think we're about a year and a half to two years, uh, Mark, removed from covid. People are paying attention to the issues and what they're paying attention to is Josh Gottheimer votes 100 percent with Joe Biden, 97 percent with Nancy Pelosi, and is on exactly the opposite side of every single one of the top four issues in in our district that keep people up at night from crime and and, and immigration and our kids to the top issue mark, which is the economy.
0: Mm -hmm. And what can Gosheimer do about the economy since he uh, voted to help destroy it?
7: That's exactly right. He talks. And if you walk around or you drive around uh, Burton County and, and Sussex County, you see these signs that say, Josh, lower taxes, Jersey value. He's never met a tax increase that he wasn't happily ready to sign, including the, the one we saw last year, which was one of the largest tax increases in the history of our country. He votes and votes along with what his party tells him, irrespective of what happens in the district and, and the, and the feeling and the movement in the district markets. It's one of these things that, that people are beginning to figure out when you talk about what, what, what we're hearing on the ground. And I'm out every day, uh, talking to people. They're done. They're ready to move on and they're ready for someone who wants to fight for real New Jersey values and real district five values. And that's me.
0: How's the funding situation? Is he getting a ton of money from out of the, uh, out of the district?
7: You know, he, he does. About 84%, 85% of the money that he does raise comes from outside of the state, Mark. Not outside of the district, outside of the state of New Jersey. So what we've ended up happening, uh, what, what we have is a situation where he raises money in California. He raises money uh, in, in Washington. He raises money in New York City. He doesn't raise money in his state and in his district, which, as you know, certainly plays into exactly why he votes for what he votes. So we're doing we're doing well. We can always do better. Uh, you know, he, he, he spends a lot of money. He spent more than a million dollars on me just in the last 10 weeks uh, coming after us, coming after the issues that are important. Uh, and, and it's, you know, one of these things that we, we, we have our head down, Mark. We work every day. We do everything we have to do to bring our message out there. But, you know, we can always use more
0: you getting much money from uh Republican fundraising organizations in washington
7: you know the the nrCC has been pretty good to us um, early on uh, you know we, we can always use more uh, you know we 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 talked to leader McCarthy, we talked to his team, Steve Scalise has endorsed us um, but but New Jersey, particularly northern New Jersey, is a very expensive district to run Mm -hmm. in uh, with respect to uh, cable time and things like that. We've got a mail campaign that's gone out. We're going to be in everyone's mailboxes. Uh, We've got a digital campaign that we've rolled out. We'd like to be able to do more on cable, but uh, in New York uh, and the New Jersey area, that takes a little more work.
0: So he's kind of controlling the airwaves, so it's very, very important that you have a decent ground operation. Do you? Uh,
7: We do. We have a great ground operation. We've got a lot of my team comes from Sussex and Passaic County, um, which while they're a small area compared to Bergen County in the district, they know grassroots. They know grassroots. And I had to get people out every day. We're making thousands of phone calls every single day. We're knocking on doors. That's what wins in this district, Mark. And I think you know that. I think you know the northern New Jersey area. You have to look somebody in the eye and tell them, I got your back. I will take care of you, and I'm the man, and I am, Mark. We have the right message, and and certainly I believe I'm the right messenger.
0: I'm talking to Frank Pallotta, the Republican running against Josh Gottheimer, the current congressman, a Democrat, who pretends he's a moderate. He's no damn moderate, that's for sure. They set up these phony groups like something like the bipartisan let's-get-things-done group, but he votes for Trump's impeachments. He votes for massive spending. He's voted for 87 Thousand new IRS agents. He's voted for this massive inflation bill—not one, but multiple. He pretends that he was able to negotiate and get, you know, and get the uh, and get it limited. Nobody cared in the Democrat Party what Josh Gottheimer thought, because they knew in the end he would vote with them. And uh, have you ever met him? Have you, have you debated him? Uh, I,
7: I've met him a few times. Uh, he only degre- agreed to one debate. We agreed to four. He didn't respond to the other three. The League of Women Voters is holding a debate on October 27th, and he's not agreed to that debate at all, and I don't know why, but uh, you know, he's somebody who certainly is running from us. And I think one of the reasons he's running, Mark, in addition to what you mentioned and you were spot on with how he votes, um, Josh Godhammer has been named in a number – he was named uh, one of the top traders in Congress. He he walks around an insider trader. Top – Oh, traders! T R A D E R S. Got it. You know what? You, you, you might be right on, right on both fronts, oh, Mark. Geez. But he's seen his net worth rise from five million to nineteen million dollars through very questionable insider trading. Right, wait um, a minute! Wait, 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 wait.
0: wait a minute! Is he a Wall yep. Street guy?
7: He is not a Wall Street guy. He has not put his money in a blind trust. He's allowing a number of people to execute trades for him, which coincidentally are entirely consistent with votes he's working on in Congress. This is something that would have gotten me thrown in jail uh, when I worked at Goldman if these things were found out. So this is something that's a big deal, and he's trying to run
0: from that. What did he do before?
7: Josh Gondheimer was a Clinton speechwriter right after he got out of school. Very friendly, worked on the Hillary campaign for quite a bit of time, and then spent a number of years as the number two person at a public relations firm called Burson Marsteller, where they covered most of the, uh, I would say, third-world ugly dictators around the country, including firm, including countries like Saudi Arabia, who hired Burson Marsteller after it was found out that every single pilot from September 11th came from Saudi Arabia. so. He, he's always been involved in government, whether he tells you it's private sector or not. He's never held a private sector job, Mark.
0: Mm-hmm. And your background quickly?
7: Uh, real quickly, Mark, uh, middle class. I grew up in Queens, New York. Uh, went to a New York City public high school, put myself through St. John's University, spent 25 years on Wall Street with Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley. I did a startup where I helped veterans and seniors navigate the, uh, the financial crisis And then entered the world of politics to try and make this world a better place. So uh, we're working hard, Mark. And if uh, anybody wants to help me out, Frank4NJ.com. And that's the number 4NJ.com is where people can read up about me. And by the way, Mark, you're going to be on my website tomorrow morning as uh, one of the highlights of my campaign.
0: Well, you should put me on there as endorsing you, too. You sound like a great candidate. You and I have never talked before. Uh, but what I what I find particularly pernicious is people who say one thing in their districts and do another in Washington. Frank Pallotta, it's uh, Frank 4 congresscom dot com. Nope. And we wish you it's all the Frank best. En- what is it? What is it? It's Frank for. I'll fix it after the break. In one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. My wife Julie and I decided it was time to add more flowering trees to our landscape. And Fast Growing Tree was a great resource for us. A large selection and no hassle ordering or shipping. This spring, they have the best deals online. Up to half off on selected plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEVIN at checkout. L-E-V-I-N. Now that's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using code LEVIN at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code L-E-V-I-N. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Please visit FastGrowingTrees.com for details.
1: You're listening to Denali. Denali a great one. the great one. And you can call in now.
0: 877-381-3811. All right, here it is. Frank, the number 4, NJ.com. Frank for NJ, meaning NewJersey.com. Frank for NJ.com. It's a district that we really have a shot at, but nobody's really paying attention to it, so I wanted to bring that to your attention. Gary, Rapid City, South Dakota, XM Satellite. Gary, go right ahead, please
8: yellow yellow Hello, yellow mark I, I really i really i really appreciate your show and i thank you uh thank mark you. you were talking earlier about- chi- you were talking earlier about china i I have lived in that area for about twenty years, including Taiwan, Hong Kong and I have family who serve in the chinese army in, in upper level positions with my wife, and it's created a big division within her family now the thing is is We're going up against a big problem here because these soldiers over there, they train early in the morning. They train hard. They've got a lot of weapons stored in in hidden places for every man, woman, and child who can carry a weapon. We don't want to be fooling with these people. There's lots of them. And it's a terrible situation, especially since what we have over here is wokeness. They don't have that in their armies. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm, I'm very worried about the state
0: of this country. I'm worried. It's a serious military force, a major military force. And we've allowed them to get this far. And in addition to their uh, their troop levels and now their ships and their fake islands and all the rest, they have strategically located forces, bases, docks all around the world, including in our own hemisphere and contracts on both ends of the Panama Canal. This is a very, very dire situation. And we're just acting like Nothing's going on. On the one hand, you hear these warnings. But on the other hand, I don't see Congress or the president doing anything about it. There ought to be a a big five, six, seven percent increase in defense spending. Doesn't mean you have to, you know, imprudently use your weapons and so forth. But we have to muscle up. And rather than muscle up, we're woking down. You're exactly right. One hundred percent. All right, my friend, thank you for your call. Ivan, Miramar, Florida, the great Ivan on Mark Levin app. How are you, Ivan?
6: Mark, you will, you will, you will always be my hero, Mark, no matter what happens. You'll well, always you're, be my you're hero. A good
0: man. Thank you, Ivan. I've hey, met Mark, Ivan at book hey, signings. He's a good guy.
6: Mark, I, I still have that picture, and every, every year it comes up you know, on my cell phone, and I just get a big smile on my face because I took a picture, picture with you and your wife. Hey, listen, Mark. They, yeah. the, the left, they make me so angry that when they're, how they're indoctrinating our kids. They tell our kids they can change sexes. They force the kids to get vaccinations and that they don't work. And then they're coming back for round two. You know, and they teach our kids that all whites are evil and that math is racist. A man can have a baby. And they take our kids to drag, drag parties. And, and they kill our babies in the womb. Mark, i got six words. For every Republican candidate that's running, and maybe Donald Trump as well, at his next rally, to Democrats, leave our kids the hell alone. I love you know, it. leave our kids alone. I mean, they're, they're indoctr- indoctrinating our kids, and I wish mm-hmm. every every Republican candidate at their rally would say, "Leave our kids the hell alone." But, mm-hmm. And Mark, Mark I've got one more comment, real quick. Is that, yes, sir. You know, your last guest, your last guest, he, he reminded me of. of you know, it's like we're in, the, we're in the middle of the biennial Democrat Mardi Gras season. Every two years, you know, the Democrats in the fall, the Democrats put on their mask and they pretend to be somebody that they're not. Mm-hmm. You know, and that they put on the mask that they're reasonable, common-sense uh, Democrats. But then after the election is over, then they go right back to burning, looting, rotting, you know, mm-hmm. sucker-punching. You know they go back right back to the same same old things that they that they've always done, and it's, it's like. But they put on their mask. They go back to the illegal, illegal immigration. They go, go right back. But then they, they at the election time every year they try to pretend that they're somebody that they're not. Mark, leave our kids the hell alone.
0: Every, You're one hundred percent right on it. You're one hundred percent right. Thank you very much. All right, Mike. Now the hurricane. Did it touch your community? Are you there, Ivan? Uh, Ivan's gone. Ivan's great. Ivan used to live in Maryland. He's been with the show a long time. We have a couple great callers like that. We have Moses. We have Jimmy. We have so many others. I can't remember everybody. Sorry. Michael, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania on the Mark Levin app. Go right ahead, Michael.
9: Hey, so thank you so much for taking my call. I've been trying to get through to you. I got so, so long, so long. Thank you. you mentioned the whole $600, the federal government's going to be watching us.
0: Well, that's what they the wanted bank. to do, and uh, that's what they will do if they hold on to power.
9: It's worse. Anything over $200, you have to fill out a form, you have to give them your Social Security number, and your driver's license. What are you talking they're,
0: they're doing Tell trans- me what you're talking about. I'm not following that. Who, who, who makes you do that?
9: Citizens Bank, which actually is... Based in Delaware, where Brandon comes from.
0: So, Citizens uh, Bank is requiring that you fill out a form when you take out two hundred bucks or put in two hundred bucks. It will put in two hundred. Anything with cash. I, I didn't hear 200. that. It was muffled.
9: Anything more than two hundred dollars, you must fill out a form. Identify yourself, and it's only citizens. Dollar Bank didn't do this to me. Um, I used Northwest. They didn't do it. Only Citizens, the Delaware-based bank. Any, any transaction, $200 or more, must be documented with a form.
0: Well, I have to tell you, none of my banks do that. So I you know, know what the answer to that is? Get the hell out of there if they're doing that to you. I would. I am,
9: I am, but I'm imagining this is coming from somewhere higher up. It, it could be.
0: I don't trust these guys anymore. I have no idea. None. But I've never heard of this. I certainly didn't hear it was uh, instituted. Uh, and if Citizens Bank wants to call Mr. Producer on the public line, and to, uh, you don't have to go on the air, and to explain it or deny it, that's perfectly fine by me. I'm not here to promote uh, any, any, uh, any particular allegation but if that's true that's a big deal all right michael thank you man from pittsburgh let's continue shall we let's see let us go to milos new york city the great wabc yes milos
4: hey good evening mark uh- I called you a while ago about uh, my firstborn daughter being born in seven months, and I yes. raised my youngest daughter since age three by myself. My wife passed away, so I have yeah. my parents, like, father's rights feeling a little bit uh, strong. I mm-hmm. believe uh, this is kind of proposal of legislation, if you would ever talk to somebody who can bring something that, like that.
0: I don't talk to any of them. but They can hear you on the radio, so go right ahead.
4: Mark, yeah. In last trimester of the pregnancy, the child can survive by himself. If no the question. women decides in a third uh, trimester of pregnancy to abort, the 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 paternal right of the father, legal right of the father as a parent should kick in. I don't know how
0: all this works. It depends on the state. So one state's different from another. If I were the father, I would fight it, of course. But it's even more than the third trimester. Um, uh, Babies can survive much earlier than that now. That's the science. And, of course, the Democrats don't really believe in science unless it involves stealing your liberty. But when it comes to real science, they don't have any interest in it whatsoever. Milo, Scott, bless you and your daughter, my friend. Thank you for your call. I'll be right back. March love in Don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, in a half hour, approximately 9:30 p.m. Eastern Time, in the United States of America. I will be on Hannity on the Fox News channel. I'm sure it'll be absolutely profound. Although I don't know what we're talking about. Nonetheless, let's go to Allen. Salem, North Carolina, XM Satellite. Allen, go right ahead, please.
8: Yeah, Mark. Um, Thank you for doing what you do. Um, I had a question. Um, I have not heard it mentioned, but I was curious to know if maybe I'm thinking wrong here. But uh, is uh, the oil that is being, or gasoline, whatever you want to call it, that's being dumped into the uh, strategic reserve, from the strategic reserve, I should say. Um, We paid for that one time with our tax dollars. I have not heard it mentioned again uh, that if it's dumped back in there, are we paying for it again?
0: Yeah, we paid for it the first time, and we're going to pay for it the second time. You're exactly right. And, no, I haven't heard anybody say that either. It's It's a simple point, yet it's a profound point. We paid for the oil. He's using the oil. The oil was bought at a relatively good price. Now oil is through the roof. He says he's going to start filling it up again when it hits $70 a barrel. Trump filled it up when it was about $25 a barrel. And he went back to Congress to get more money to, conf- to, to finish it, and they refused the Democrats to give it to him. Because he's a businessman. He sees the price is right, let's take care of business. But this is really... The Strategic Petroleum Reserve really is illustrative. It it makes a fine point. The Democrats take things and destroy things. That's what they do. Take things and destroy things. How's it going there in North Carolina for uh, Ted Budd? Are Are you seeing commercials and so forth for the Senate race?
8: A little bit here and there. He's a big uh, Second Amendment activist, and uh, we support that here very much. Uh,
0: Are you seeing a lot of his opponent on TV? um, I I, I really would tell you the truth. I
8: don't know who exactly his opponent would be.
0: You don't need to. Just vote the right way. Are you going to vote?
8: Oh, sure I am. (laughs) Sure I am. As a matter of fact, I haven't made any appointments for that morning, so I can... uh, Go and vote. I'm a business owner, and I work by myself, so uh, Excellent. people have been told that I
0: will be out to vote. Beautiful. All right, Alan, we appreciate your call, my friend. Let's go to Victoria, Spartan, South Carolina, XM Satellite. Victoria, how are you?
10: I'm good. How are you?
0: Very well, thank you.
10: Oh, it's an honor to speak with you. Uh, Well, you know, my dear friend,
0: my my dear friend Trey Gowdy is from South Carolina. You're aware of that, right? Yes. Yes, he is.
10: Yes, he is. My dear friend,
0: Mr. Trey Gowdy, he's from South Carolina. Uh, Lindsey Graham, South Uh, Carolina. Tim Scott, South Carolina. I think my buddy Hannity spends a lot of time now in South Carolina, but that's neither here nor there. How are you?
10: I'm good. What I wanted to tell you is uh, I'm 76 years old and I live alone and I don't have a car, but I have managed to set up everything so that I can go and and vote. And if I can do it, other people can do it.
0: Aren't you a sweetheart? And you're 100 percent right. 100 percent right. I don't want to hear that voter ID is an obstacle to voting. Or if you don't have a drop box, you can't vote. That's just BS. Isn't it, Victoria?
10: If, if people value, yes, it is. And I, I'm just sick of it. And I'm sick of the Democrats. And if people want to continue our way of life, they'll get off their butt and go vote.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you. I mean, you're really good. That's very motivating. I agree 100%. Thank you for your call. How are you doing now, by the way?
10: I'm good, and I yeah. appreciate everything you do, and I listen to you every night.
0: Aren't you sweet? Thank you very much. You take care of yourself, okay?
10: All right, you keep doing what you do.
0: All right, Victoria. Now, what I do, ladies and gentlemen, in addition to this, is I eat hot dogs and hamburgers. You know what I, you know what I mean, Mister Producer. So I should keep doing what I do. No, very, very sweet. And I appreciate when people say that too. And people say it to me when I'm walking around, take care of yourself. Here's what's very annoying, particularly to my wife, and I don't blame her. So, you know, I've gotten a little heavy. I need to eat better and exercise more, although I'm exercising and I am eating better. But that said, so they'll always turn to my wife, who is. Really into health and exercise and a runner. And it's constantly on my case about being healthy. Apparently, she doesn't want to lose me. That's nice, right? And they'll turn to her and say, "Now you take care of him. And she looks at me and says, I do everything I can. It's you, Mark, you know, without the person there. So people, I'm to take care of you when you won't take care of yourself. So it annoys her a lot. Just what so I tell you, because she takes great care of me. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll see you on Hannity in 30 minutes. We salute all our heroes out there. Thank you so much. And I will see you tomorrow. Well, I'll see you tonight in 30 minutes on Fox. God bless.